Welcome to the Leading in Love podcast. If you are a leader in any capacity who is married or considering marriage, you're tuned into the right place. We help leaders take care of their marriages. Remember, you are a successful leader and your marriage and family can be successful too. You don't have to sacrifice leadership for love, and you don't have to sacrifice love for leadership. And now, here are your hosts, Gary and Julie. Hey, everybody. Hello, hello, hello. I hope everyone's doing all right today. Yeah. How are you, my boo? I'm doing excellent, my love. And how are you? My, uh, my, uh. I'm good, I'm good. What song is that? My boo. You don't know that song? No. You got SWV? I don't remember. Sisters with voices? I think Usher. Oh, okay. I think Usher's there. Cool. So, Leading in Love, Gary and Julie, back at it. Back at it. Encore. Yes, sir. So, today we're talking about making marriage fun and easier. Yes. Now, that's kind of bad English, bad grammar. It's supposed to be making marriage fun and easy. Yeah. But marriage isn't easy. I don't think it gets to the point of easy. No. It's all, there's always challenges. Yeah. But you can, you can alleviate the pressure. Yeah. You know, the tenseness, the, the bad stuff, whatever the bad stuff. You could, you could reduce, minimize, mitigate mm-hmm. to make it. So you're trying to make it easier. So talking about how to make your marriage fun and easy to handle, easy to manage, easy yes. to deal with. Yes. Create the space for growth. Yes. Right? Yeah, man. Growing as individuals and as together. Together as a couple. Absolutely, because that's the ultimate goal. Uh, so, Andrew Linder, mm-hmm. I was reading when I was preparing for this podcast. Yes. I stumbled upon uh, Andrew Linder, and he has a blog called All Pro Dad. And he posted an article on how to put the fun back in your marriage. And okay. his basis was that there are three things that make marriages struggle. Okay. Busyness, yep. boredom, and complacency. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk about each one mm-hmm. and see how they're related. Um, my, or our thesis is that busyness happens regardless. Yeah. If you're married, if you're working, if you have children, you're going to be occupied. Right, right. And in some cases, if you don't plan and manage, you could be overly occupied. Yes. But... The other side of that is boredom. Like you can be busy and excited. Boredom mm-hmm. is when there's pretty much no excitement. Mm-hmm. But you can be busy to a point where there is no excitement. Mm-hmm. And you can be busy to a point where you now become complacent. Mm-hmm. So if you can manage busyness, which mm-hmm. is going to happen anyways, yeah, then you have already have a good chance at minimizing or mitigating boredom and complacency and then giving you a chance... Giving a marriage a good chance to have fun. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. Because that's what you want. Absolutely. Life's too short to be unhappy. Yeah. And if you're unhappy, you're going to get blamed for it anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so you might as well just be happy. Especially Yay! in your closest and your safest relationship, which is your marriage. That's right. Okay? So that's right. let's talk about business. First, because you have to divide your time between those who deserve your time. Yeah. And those who want your time and yeah. arguably don't deserve your time. Time now becomes our most valuable resource. 
Mm-hmm. And we know that, as I just said, because everybody wants her time. Yeah, yeah. The thing is with time, once you give it up or spend it or use it, you can't recover it. Absolutely. You can never get your time back. So think about it. You can see how your other days coming along. Right. Sun comes up. Sun rises the middle of the day. gets super hot. Well, not where we are right now. Mm-hmm. And then it goes down. Mm. And we plan our work days around that. We get up in the mornings. We go to work. Some of us. Mm-hmm. Come home when the sun's down. We eat dinner. We go to bed. It's dark. Wake up. Do it again the next day. Mm-hmm. Your life, you know, the metaphor is that the sun sets on your life. You die. You don't really, you can't really predict when that, that split second when life changes over. Right. You know, but um, until you take your last breath, until you get to that point, you have to share your time with your wife. Your spouse. Yeah. Right. Your mm-hmm. children, mm-hmm. your family members, your friends, your job, your hobbies and whatever else. Mm-hmm. And this could ultimately result in you being super busy. Yeah. And... If it's a case where, unless it's a case where you're a single career married, right? Mm-hmm. We talked about that in Marriage Transition last yeah. podcast. Yeah. Unless it's a case where it's that, then you're going to be probably dual career yeah. married mm-hmm. or dual career married with children. Well, that's most most couples, right. most families these days. Exactly. Dual career. Career. So, and that's who we're talking to, yeah. most likely. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you're going to be busy. Yeah. You're automatically busy. Even if you're a single career with children, yeah. you're busy. You're still busy. I mean, just because somebody's at home doesn't mean that... A hundred percent. They're not busy. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So as long as there's, like I said, dual career or children, you're automatically busy. Yeah. And the thing is that some spouses might blame each other for being busy. Right. You know, you're always working. I'm always stuck with the children. But right there, you're both busy. Yeah. If you're stuck with the children, yeah. you're busy. Yeah. If you're stuck working, you're busy. Yeah. Okay? So, what they're really saying is, with busyness, is that when I'm available to rest, yeah. you're not available to rest. That's right. What does that lead to? You know what that leads to? What, the, what, what does that it leads lead to? to boredom. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That creates boredom. Boredom happens when there's no excitement. Yeah. Usually when there's nothing new happening. A lot of times we get busy with routine stuff. Ooh. We get excited about new stuff, but we get busy with routine stuff. Yes. When novel things are happening with our spouse, yeah. it, usually, it usually creates excitement for us. You're starting a new job. Yeah. Okay? A new baby is coming. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Uh, we're going on a trip. That creates excitement. Novelty creates excitement. When there's no novelty, yeah, we get bored. So you could be busy and bored because you're just in a routine. Right. Okay? Right. So the thing is, though, with boredom, it's not as simple as it sounds because apparently the feeling of boredom is linked to your dopamine levels. Yeah. And dopamine is one of those, um, I don't know what the term is, but it's released... When you experience joy and happiness, right? It's one of those. Come on, help me out, medical. Uh, it's not. It's, <laughs> it's not coming to me. That medical feels not yeah, coming yeah. to my so, head right now. Anyways, whenever you experience joy and happiness from something new, dopamine is it's like a chemical thing in your brain. Yeah, dopamine yeah. is released. Most people, most people know what it is. Yeah, yeah. it's dope. Right, that's where it comes from. <laughs> so people with low dopamine levels require high levels of novelty. In order to 
trigger the release of dopamine. Yeah. So when you're in a routine, when you're busy in a routine, that could lead to boredom. Mm-hmm. Because there's no dopamine levels being uh, reduced. Mm-hmm. So spouses are usually bored of each other when they become bored together. Say that again. Spouses become, or they're usually bored of each other when they become bored together. Mm. So they're both busy in their routine. Mm-hmm. There's nothing new happening. Mm-hmm. So there's no ex- experience of joy and happiness. There's no dopamine be released. There's nothing to look forward to. So mm. now they become bored. Right? That's good. So here's the thing. You created the boredom. You can get rid of it. Mm-hmm. Manage your busyness. Jump out of the routine. Create new levels of novelty. Create new, Find new things to be excited about. The third thing, though, is uh, complacency. I'm doing all the talking. Julie's going to get in on no, this in a go, bit. Go all right, ahead, we, we go coming. ahead, go ahead. So the third concept is complacency, which is interesting because it's somewhat of a spin on boredom. Yeah. But in this case, you become self-satisfied. Mm. You become satisfied with the routine, with the busyness, mm. with the, the skewed schedules, mm. or the, the parallel schedules going in you know, the same direction, but you're never meeting. Mm-hmm. Right? So there's no desire for new things. You're okay with being busy. You're okay with not doing anything. You're okay with nothing new and exciting taking place. You're okay running around doing the same stuff that might not have any reward. Mm-hmm. The problem is now when there's complacency, mm. usually happens when there's boredom where you're like, forget it. Nothing's going to happen here. Mm. Triggered or started by business. So you manage the business. Mm-hmm. You take care of the boredom. You take care of the complacency. So we have a few suggestions of how to get the fire going in your marriage. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind, though, that busyness is inevitable. But it's how you manage your business that will determine whether you get to boredom or complacency. Mm-hmm. So we're not really talking about solutions to not be busy. But we're giving you suggestions how to mitigate boredom and complacency. Because awesome. we can't solve busyness. No, you can try to minimize it. That's what I'm saying. Definitely. Right. You minimize it. You prevent yourself from getting to boredom and complacency. Right. So you deal with the busyness. Right. 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 Absolutely. Right. So, what are some ways? Okay. You want to start us off? Let's go. So, one, learn how each person absorbs and uses information. Yeah. Okay. So, like, when I tell you stuff... And I don't give you all the information. You freak out. I lose my mind. Yeah. Because you, you'll say one statement and then pause. Yeah, and this is where I want you to jump in. And, but I don't know how to finish my in. sentence. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what you're looking that's for. That's the ultimate. <laughs> Stop playing with me. That's not what you're looking for. That's the apex. That's the zenith of our relationship. When you finish my sentence. <laughs> So communicate early and often and give each other time to fully grasp the info so that good decisions can be made. Yeah, I think spouses get wrapped up into this. They just say stuff and expect the other person to figure it out. To figure it out. I mean, we do it. I do it. Of course. We get guilty of that and then we have to check ourselves. Right. And that's the thing. Check yourself. Mm -hmm. Say, yo, my bad. I should have given you more info. Absolutely. You know, your wife takes time. She probably wants to talk to two, three, four people to get the right information. Give her a three weeks head start with the info. Feed her a bit by bit. Or feed him yeah. bit by bit. Absolutely. Right? 
The next one is go after the low-hanging fruit, okay? Take turns doing what your spouses like. Yep. Netflix and chill if you have to. Well, married well, person. Married, yeah. <laughs> do married people Netflix and chill? Married Does people, that work? Because Netflix people, and chill is a booty call. Yeah, I know. But there's a married version of Netflix and chill. So you pretend to have a booty call? No. No, you actually watch Netflix and chill. Like Netflix and go have sex. And no, you watch Netflix and just chill. Oh, you sit around. You, you sit actually around. pay attention to the movie. You pay attention to the movie. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then after, you, you go and have busy. sex. Exactly. You're married. Because you don't, you don't need to booty call your spouse. Yeah, that's what I was like. Why does that translate? <laughs> <laughs> the next one. Take turns planning your ideal date. Yeah. Plan every event like you're dating and you want to impress each other. Yeah. I think that's so important. Yeah. That's I, I agree. very important. And that's that talks about that we talk about uh like you're dating, so it's brand new. Absolutely. Brand new relationship. You want them to think that you're cool, that you're you know, you're, you're a good choice. Get creative. Right. So you're excited about you get exactly you get creative you when you try to do things them. that are exciting. Absolutely. And that's what that's what that's how you minimize or get rid of the boredom. Absolutely. By doing new and exciting things, right? I think one of the first times that I actually planned a date was with you. I mean, you know, your wife was always cute, so Wait, wait, wait. this was back in 05? 05? Was it was it oh four? It was before yeah, when 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 we were dating. Okay. I remember those pants. Those were nice pants. You still remember those pants? That white leather jacket that hit you right at your waist. Okay. so the And then you had these small heels. Booty was popping. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we did Ronissi. Oh my goodness. Let's continue. <laughs> Celebrate as often as you can. Valentine's Day. Yeah, I kind of missed out on Valentine's yeah, Day Yeah, this, this year. year you really... Yeah. Messed that one up, eh? I thought I'd take some time. I, I thought we were cool with not... No, this year you messed that one up. Yeah, I didn't do anything. But that's uh, okay. You've, you, you've, every, every year you, you've done pretty well. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Was, but I'm usually a big advocate for... Valentine's Day. Or well, celebrations in general. Yeah, because yeah, they're right there. It's true. You know, you hear dudes that say, I love my wife every other day, but they skip Valentine's Day. Yeah. That makes no sense to me. Yeah, and because, I called you out on it. Yeah, but I was, I, 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 I didn't, I, that wasn't my thinking. <laughs> I was just like, yeah. It, it just, just kind of slipped by me. Yeah, it yeah, honestly it surprised both of us. Anyways, yeah. birthdays, anniversaries, accomplishments, make up stuff to celebrate. Yeah. Just celebrate, just celebrate each other for. Oh, you came home at three o'clock instead of the usual four fifteen. Yeah. Let's celebrate. Let's celebrate Pop exactly. And enjoy life. That's it. The next one. Go ahead. Well, the thing is, when you're used to celebrating each other, you don't rely on outside validation. Absolutely. And I think that's important. And I think too many celebrations involve. Too many people, mm. and it just seems like it's more either to impress the crowd. Hey, everybody, we're good. But I mean, from time to time, you throw a part, you throw a party, and you of bring your, your close your people over, yeah. right? Or you go somewhere and you yeah. show them some appreciation, right? Or they can they'll appreciate you, whatever the case is, because that just adds flavor to life. Mm-hmm. But get used to celebrating each other a lot mm-hmm. for everything, promotions. 
Oh, you taking a day off today? Well, I'm taking a day off too. Let's celebrate. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, the next one, do an activity together. Try something new together. Take yep. a cooking class together. If you if you guys like to go out to eat, eat all the time or try a, a different ethnic food. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Take salsa classes. Mm-hmm. If you never dance to salsa. But I think I'd have to take a dance class first. No. Like a two-step dance No, it's class. okay. I'll just wind up on you. I'll do all the dancing. And I'm going to be like leaning on you. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the fun part. You want to get leaned on? No, I'll just... I'll pack a couple hundred pounds. You know, you, you, I'll be posted on you. <laughs> <laughs> the next one. Go ahead, honey. Go to the gym. Take walks. Exercise. Yeah. We did that before. I think, uh, I don't know if it was the summertime or around Christmas time. What are we We're going to the gym together quite yeah, a bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was super fun because then, I think it was in the summertime. Yeah, I was we were home, going we go to the gym, gym we get lunch. Oh, we yeah, go yeah, back yeah. Home. Yeah, because you were home for some time. Yeah. Yeah, so we're, we were going when the little, where, no, it was in the fall because the little ones were in school. Yes. Yeah. No, yes. that was that was great yeah, that to was be cool. able to, to just leave and go do our own little thing together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Talk as much as you can throughout the day. Yeah, especially when you're apart. Yeah. yeah. You know, even if it's just through texting. Just text, text, text and then get on the phone at some point. This is extremely important. Hey, love you. Mm-hmm. Hope you're having a good day. You don't have to have long text messages. No. Just simple ones. Thinking of you. Right. You came through my mind. Mm-hmm. That's it. Can't wait to see you later. Exactly. Can't wait to get down later. That's right. You know, kind of set the stage at 1 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that way you get home at 4.15. The stage set. The stage is set. And dessert becomes dessert. Exactly. You know? Kids are going to bed on time. Right. Or being forced to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Laugh a lot. Yep. This is my favorite thing. I just love it whenever I get to the point where I can blare out the... <laughs> <laughs> the big... I look for those opportunities where I could, you know, where, where my belly's hurting. Yeah. And the thing I appreciate is I know Gary tries hard to find those opportunities where sometimes he just gives the cheesiest jokes and because I know he's trying my jokes are um, sometimes we could yeah, they're pretty bad. and I'll just blare out or I might roll my eyes and then blare out <laughs> just because I know he's looking for it yeah, look, I'm trying to <laughs> no, but I think it's so important for spouse when I look at spouse and I see them laughing yeah. I'm like yeah something's going on there when you see them all frowny frowny yeah you know, like, they okay, can't even going? smile yeah like, is life really that hard? Just laugh, <laughs> man. Find reasons to laugh. Even if you're going to clown people, don't tell them you're clowning them. Yeah. But just laugh together. You know, one of my favorite things, I remember when I was, I think I was still in high school, I saw a much older couple. Mm-hmm. And they looked like they were maybe in their 70s. And they were laughing so hard. And I don't even know what they were laughing at, but they were laughing so hard to the point where the wife was in tears. And I'm like, man, that's my goal. Yeah, that's, exactly. that's one thing Goals. that I want is to have a partner 
a life partner whom in my 70s, 80s, I'm still dying of laughter that I'm in tears. Mm. I believe what happens. I mean, well, if you're dying of laughter, you might... Knock it off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Um, yeah. Be careful of the words you speak to each other. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you get mad at me a lot of times because my words come with my frown even though I'm like, yeah, happy yeah. inside. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if you're so happy inside, why do you have the frown on? Exactly. <laughs> What's going on? I'm like overanalyzing your face. Yeah, but seriously though, say it, say nice things to each other. Say the right things to each other. Be mindful, yeah, because once it's out there, you can't take you it can't back. You can't take it back. And like, where's that coming from? Is exactly. that how you really feel? Now exactly. you gotta, you know, gotta lie and make up stuff. You know, say, yeah. be careful of the words you say to each other. Say nice things, practice saying good words. Yeah. Build each other up, encourage each other. Absolutely. You know, your text messages, I love you. Mm hmm. Not, even like sometimes we joke and we might say mean things or derogatory things. You say it twice in a row, it's like, okay. Exactly. Something's going on. Yeah. What's really happening? What, yeah? You know, but if you say, I love you twice in a row, you're like, okay, something's going on here. Yeah. I I know where this is going. Yeah. 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 The next one is don't hesitate to apologize. Okay, even if you think you're apologizing too much. True. Forgiveness usually doesn't happen unless there is apology. And I'm going to go further and push further and say, make sure that your spouse truly understands that you are sorry. Yeah. Make sure that they're comfortable, that you... And yes, it may take a minute for them to readjust but don't be afraid to apologize put your pride to the side for a minute mm-hmm. and even go further and, and and say you know what would you prefer for me to do right. to make sure that you're comfortable again yep. we can't be honest and humble bring your humility with your partner I agree who else will you be with? Exactly. With the person that's seen the worst of you. Exactly. Seen you at your worst. Seen you at your best. Right? Absolutely. They could tell what your best looks like. Your coworkers can't tell what your best looks no, like. No. Nope. Your friends can't really tell what your best looks like. Mm-hmm. But your spouse will know what your best and worst look like. Mm-hmm. Right? Absolutely. The next one is be attractive for your spouse. That's why I got this haircut. <laughs> You got the spade with the sideburns and the yes. beard tangling. I love it. Try your best, man. You know, it doesn't matter how long <laughs> you've been married. Yes, you might have seen them looking crazy when they woke up in the morning. Or they might have seen you looking crazy when you wake up in the morning. So, but, wait, wait. so yes. you don't like that sweater and that shirt that I have? The, the... Uh, there's stuff that I throw away that you don't even realize. Because <laughs> you run there like you're run to. Because I don't have to iron them. Yes. Yeah, like they're, they're, a, they're ready to go. I don't have I'm to I'm not like, a fan of stuff that you don't have to I don't to require iron. to curate. I don't have to curate my it's clothes. Plastic. I just open the closet. It's a plastic shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ironed. One time I tried to iron that shirt, like it rejected the iron. That's it's sick. plastic. I haven't. <laughs> I love it though, and I get you know know compliments. Okay, I think that happened one time. (laughs) That one time. Is it from a cuckoo person? Is is it? 
Wait, what? No. You know, you know, you know. I had that shirt in university. I, please, let's not go there. I had there. two. One of them had a little accidental oh, rip, and this one goodness. is still going on. Listen. This Over man, ten years, I've had that shirt. This man has come far. Yeah, let's not when talk I about first, how far. <laughs> <laughs> when I first met him, he was wearing green pants, orange. No, this is when he dressed up. He he, he had green pants, orange <laughs> shirt, and white socks. And this is called dressing up, a orange button up. And all I remember thinking. I cannot show this guy. He's such a great guy. But I cannot show this guy to my girlfriends who see me as the go-to person for fashion. Well, you know, listen, that orange shirt came with an orange tie. (laughs) I love that shirt. You're blessed. You're blessed that your wife changed (laughs) through all of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So be attractive to your spouse. I'm gonna go further and say, try to even be attractive in the bedroom. Like try, you know. Don't just say in here, take. <laughs> <laughs> Put on the pretty little panties. Well, yo, I'm not into lingerie. Who cares? Put it on. Listen, here's what works for me. As long as you're oiled up. Oh my goodness. That's good. Listen. And the the things are hanging and they're saying, yo. Yeah, but if I'm if I'm walking around in granny panties half the time, you're going to be like, what the heck? Well, I know they're coming off. If I was wearing socks, you don't like that. That's ridiculous. See? I that- don't show up to bed with like, <laughs> there's nothing else on except for a pair of fluffy white socks. Because <laughs> I don't like my feet cold at night. We have we sleep on, there's a blanket. But I don't like my feet cold. Yeah, those are the worst. I hate touching That's not socks. attractive. It's terrible. That's hands off Julie. She ain't, she ain't yeah, trying to I do nothing. I ain't messing with those socks. Exactly. Exactly. I ain't messing so, with those socks. Try to be attractive. I mean, you don't have to come into, your, into bed in your laundry all the time, ladies. But from time to time, try your best. Okay? Um, show gratitude as often as you can, even for little things. Mm-hmm. That sets the stage for your spouse to do other things mm-hmm. and more. It kind of builds momentum. Oh, you really like that? Maybe I'll try this. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, be authentic, mm. especially to each other, because this is where you can be yourself to each other. You should. Your marriage is your safest relationship. Mm-hmm. You should be able to be yourself to each other, mm-hmm. and at all times, mm-hmm. no matter where you are. If you're in public, doesn't matter. Be authentic to each other. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, plan your future, but more importantly, get things done. Plans are boring. Yeah. Don't just plan. Planning yeah. is boring and yeah, it's yeah. redundant, right? Yeah. But when there's stuff happening, mm-hmm. you're scratching things off the list, it creates excitement. Mm-hmm. You know, you have the blueprint for the house, great. Mm-hmm. Put up the house. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be happy until you could have that blueprint in your, you can end up in a box of recycles right right or in the garbage yeah but once you have that house it's like man this is good yeah okay yeah the next one get busy just shake that booty non-stop when okay the got. okay okay drop it down low drop get low, <laughs> down low. 
Have sex, people. If you're married, worst case, though, even if you're busy, like, make time for it. I know you hate this. Listen. You hate this. Listen. listen. No, you listen. I remember somebody. Schedule sex if you have to do it. If you have to schedule sex, schedule it. If it's going to be Saturday morning at 8.50 before your kids go to soccer, do it. it. If it works for y'all. But if it doesn't work for you, you don't have to schedule it, but make time for it. Yes, true. I agree with that. Don't, don't, don't pretend that you're fast asleep when your spouse walks into the room. Yo, you remember that? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, when that happened? No, that wasn't us. Oh, okay, okay. Janet, where's your mouth? You talking about that guy? No, no, no. The person, (laughs) the person who, who told me... She was busy pretending she fall asleep. That's whack. <laughs> when her, <laughs> that's wicked. When her man walked into the room. Blagy. Yeah, that's terrible. Step up, Naban. Here's another idea. <laughs> Here's another idea. Go yeah. to bed at the same time. That would help. I remember when we first got married. Like, I was, we had cable. I'm not big on cable no more. But I used to love watching the Lakers. And all their games, West Coast. Their home games were West Coast games. So they come on at, like, 1030. Yeah. Which meant that you were gone to bed and I was coming to bed at like one fifteen. Yeah. yeah. And I used to try to scold you on it. Yeah, yeah. But now I'm like, let's go to bed together. Yep. Because when we go to bed together, typically we're on the same page. We're winding down to get the day together. And we can start the next day. Yeah. Together. Together. Right? Exactly. On the same wavelength, same energy levels, because we're both, at least I would assume, equally rested. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Carry on. Minimize the noise around you. Yes. Actually, before that, you know, you know, there's still grown men that go out and come home in the mornings. Yeah, we're not about that. Yeah, man. that makes no sense. Go like go to bed when you're with your wife, unless you're working. You should not be hanging out with your buddies, drinking, partying in one of their basements, yeah. going to clubs, waking up in their house. Be home. Yeah, I mean, go go out and have no, go friends. out, but if be responsible friends, enough to get home at a decent exactly. time so you can close off the night with your spouse and yeah. start the day with your spouse. Yeah, you should not be waking up Saturday morning and your spouse is up there cooking breakfast and expecting you to wake up at two. Yeah, because you're tired and hungover. Oh, jeez, I don't believe in that. The next no. one is uh, minimize the noise around you, especially with friends. Mm-hmm. It's hard. It's hard enough to build a marriage when you have families to deal with. You have both sides of families to deal with. That's yep. already tough. Yeah. And then you each have 15 friends to, to manage. Oh, my goodness. And their drama. That's not that's not possible. Because your 15 friends, it's not 15 of you sharing the same circle. No. It's all 15 of you plus each of your other circle. Yeah. So they're bringing their drama to that circle. So that's a lot of people to manage, man. Yeah. You know, yeah. so minimize the noise around you. Learn how to manage friends. As you get older, I think they naturally start dropping off. The real ones stick around the... Uh, quote unquote phonies will dip, disappear. Yeah, of course. But you know, focus on your marriage and the people that believe in your marriage will stick around. Yeah. So I see it. The next one, flirt. Flirt. I'm all about this. Show you, you know suck at flirting, yeah. Show a little bit of cleavage. In church. <laughs> Lead forward. While you're while you're seated. Lead you forward. You don't mean running up and bit. down the aisle no, showing no. that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> when yes. the pastor says turn to your neighbor, turn to your neighbor and your spouse turns you just let the just shirt down a little bit lean, <laughs> up, lean down a little bit 
Let him see, you know, a little Word something, up, something. Yeah, it's Sunday, but, you know, we good. It's fine. You know, yeah. feel up each other in public. You love to do that. Yeah, just grab something. I know. You know who it does? Makes me nervous. You know that, uh, <laughs> that, that couple we follow speak. on Instagram, the Vail and Kadeem, uh, yeah, makes yeah, yeah, a yeah. drop it everywhere. He had, like, okay. a drop it montage. <laughs> 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 that was cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it in public. Do it in private if you have children. Do it in front of your yeah. children. Yeah. We kiss in front of our kids. We're like, they, they, but gr- they stand and watch. Exactly. They stand and watch to see what's going to happen next. Next, travel around the world or your own country or your city to get a brand new perspective. Mm-hmm. I'm at the point in my life where perspective has nothing to do with money. I don't care about, like, I'm not going to go to a country and, see, and I see poverty. I'm like, oh, poverty. I've seen poverty. I know what poverty looks like. Mm-hmm. But what I'm, what I'm curious about is how do you deal with relationships? Mm. How do you deal with love? How do you deal with pain? Mm-hmm. How do you handle love when it's in front of you? How do you learn from your mistakes? Mm-hmm. How do you put your pain in the right place so you, that you don't hurt other people? Because right. hurt people hurt people. Right. Right? And how do you not create more casualties when you're dealing with your own struggles? That's the kind of perspective I'm interested in at this stage. Mm-hmm. Because at this point, we're carrying so much. We've seen so much. We've experienced so much. Yeah. How are you coping? How are you managing? How are you not losing your mind? How are yeah. you making your life better? Absolutely. How are you scratching off things off your bucket list? How are, how are your goals coming along? Right. Not curious about... Because poverty is not going to end. Right? Nope. going to always be sick people. Yeah. You're always going to go to some country and see poor people and feel bad about your life. Or about theirs. Or about their life. Yep. And then you come back to your life and yep. just re-immerse yourself back into your life. Right. But when you understand that everybody out there yeah. wants love. Yes. The same dude, some dude in China is thinking, I want to be loved. I want to be respected. I want to be appreciated. Absolutely. Those are the perspectives I'm interested in. So how are you getting that? How yeah. are you accomplishing that? Right? That's good. That's good. Yeah. The next one is embrace where you are in life. Yep. Okay? Keep your past away from your present. Yes. And your future. Keep the past in the past because the past is your friend. The bigger the distance, especially when you need to grow up and get beyond pain. Yep. Don't turn the past into your enemy by rekindling unfair fruitful relationships. So many times we go back there. I remember uh, my teacher, high school teacher said, yeah, you can never go back to your past. Once you leave, don't go back. And she said this to you as an adult just like a few weeks ago or a few years ago. A few years ago. Was it a few years ago? It was a few years ago. Yeah. He's like, don't go back there. Yeah. You're not going to be happy. Like, once you step back into certain environments, yeah. you're, you're thinking that you might be dealing with one or two things. Yeah. But remember, while you're in that space, you weren't the only one there having an experience. Yeah. So you step back into that space, that person that you never said a word to, they had their own experience of you. Yeah. And they have the potential to bring back some things that you, man, I forgot that existed. Right. I wasn't really attentive in that moment, but now that you bring it up. I remember all the circumstances around that. So you go back there and now you're bringing your enemy closer to your life and you thought you got away from it. Yeah, and you know, some some things are supposed to be taught to you for a purpose. Yeah. You know? And once you've learned that lesson, you have evolved. It's true. So why go back to... A lesson that you've already learned. Now with a brighter mind. With a 
better way of understanding and perspective. Mm. So now here you are, just like you're saying, you're going back and you're even beating yourself up and thinking, well, what in the world? I was such a fool. I was mm. such an idiot to allow certain things to carry on. Right. To allow certain things to happen. Yeah. And now you are messing up your future. Exactly. Because you brought your past back to you collide brought, with your present. Exactly. Yeah. So now because of the the experiences and the emotions and, and, and all of that from your past, you know, you learned the lesson. Mm-hmm. But it took a lot of work for you to learn that lesson. So now you're messing with your future because time exactly is important, yeah. right? Anyway, so yes. Well, we, it's like it's like a child. Our kids, once they learn to walk, they rarely crawl. Yeah. And crawling, not is, going not, back crawling, to crawling. is now very uncomfortable. It's very uncomfortable. I, I don't want to crawl. My knees hurt. Absolutely. My hands hurt. That's not fun. Once you're I learn ab- to walk, I'm walking. Exactly. You know, same thing, man. Exactly. Last thing, make sure you marry your best friend. I don't mean beforehand. Great if it's beforehand. But the person yeah. you're with should be your best friend. Absolutely. Okay? If your spouse isn't your best friend yet, you need to make it happen. Mm-hmm. So start throwing away some those 15 friends that you need have. Start <laughs> chopping them down a little bit. Yeah. So it's just the two of you. Uh, once your spouse becomes your best friend, then you're in the driver's seat for a fun and easy marriage. Yeah. Who doesn't want to hang with their best friend? Right on. Your best memories were probably with your best friend. Yeah. Now that you're married, make that your best friend so you have better memories. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. True friends want the best for each other and they, they do anything for each other and they are ride or die. Partners. Ride or Road die. Dogs. Bonnie and Clyde. Right. To the end. That's right. Marriage can be fun and easy if you yeah. have the right strategy. Love on each other every day. Yeah. Make your spouse your best friend and just enjoy life. Listen, life is too short to be unhappy. Yeah. And you know what? At the end of your life, you're going to get blamed for being sick. Yep. You're going to get blamed for being in an accident. Ooh. And you're going to get blamed for living till you're 95. Yes. People are going to praise you even. Yeah. We're like, yeah, when you live when you live till you're 95, you were sick. You couldn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> so you might as well make the most, most of it. Right? Make it all worth it. Yeah. And your spouse is your the person that's going to help you make it all worth it. That's right. All right. All right, everybody. That is our feature for today. Thank you again for hanging out with us. We love spending time with you as always. Yes, we do. All right. So remember, you are a successful leader. And your marriage and family family can can be be successful too.